Hello, everybody. We are our Milky Chance. That is the name of our band. We are a duo. It is me, Clemens, and Philip. We're two high school friends making music. Welcome to the next episode of Introducing. I'm here to introduce you to Milky Chance. Now, you might know these guys from the 2014 Bunga, which is Stolen Dance. Now, it came out in 2013, but it really hit us hard here in Australia in 2014. They are back on the road and they're back out celebrating a new album, Living in a Haze. I got to speak to Clemens and Philip live from Toronto in Canada to talk all about it. Please enjoy this, my chat with Milky Chance. Thank you so much for joining us, God. Where where in the world are you right now? Because I feel, I have a feeling it's very late wherever you are. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah, Actually, we are. Just got time. We are in uh, Toronto. We are on tour. Our North American tour just kicked off like four days ago. We played uh, Quebec City and Montreal and Ottawa and now Toronto. And we're heading off to New Jersey and then New York and then all the way. Is it odd to be on the road while an album is being released as opposed to like you release the album and then you do the tour? Because I, I feel like you've done that before. Like you're on these mega <laughs> international tours and also releasing an album and doing impress for it at the same time. I think, did we ever do that before? I, I try to remember. I think it is the first time for us that we're releasing an album while being on tour. I don't even know. For your debut album, you were kind of like on like a hundred date tour or something when your debut came out. That's true. Yeah, I mean, who yeah. cares? Who it cares? Feels like we're, it feels like we're constantly on tour, you know, yeah, yeah. like all the time. You mentioned your high school friends, you're working together, you're obviously on the road together. Surely, I mean, th- this is a very unnatural relationship to have, being, a, being a, have a friendship, a working friendship for such a long time. Yes, yeah, we were talking about it today already in the interview. Um, for some reason, we don't fight. I think, I mean, like also, I mean, we do have other relationships where we maybe fight more often, but also these relationships are like like long-term friendships and stuff yeah. like that. So, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like maybe it is something like a mixture between like, you know, Mutual respect, knowing when the other one needs space or like, you know, give space, uh, listen to each other, take care of each other. Uh, you know, there's no ego, you know, the egos are yeah. not in, in, in our way. And um, I think that's important. Like we talk about like the creative, like the teamwork and being a band together and all that. And also... We have a very similar taste. We have a similar mindset and also maybe like a, like a similar idea of what life is about, kind of. Yeah, you know? that helps. That helps. <laughs> well, why, yeah. why, why don't you take us back to, is it Kassel in, in Germany where you both uh, met uh, and the jazz trio? Yeah. No, that's where we grew up, lived most of our life until uh, now. Um, it was a quintet, the jazz. Oh, sorry. Trio. Yeah, um, right. There you go. No, don't worry. I just want to, you know. <laughs> no, clarify. Still good, good friends of ours. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it's been a really lovely time. It really has brought us, you know, together. 
um, and musically was a very important time, I feel, to like, yeah, really grow together and build on something. Is Kassel a very, more, tell, tell us about Kassel in Germany. Is it, is it a very musical town? Are you the only two musical names <laughs> to come out of there? <laughs> uh, I mean, no, we, we had, you know, friends and definitely circles and great teachers and all that stuff. But besides that, it's it's a pretty, you know, average sounds is, is not really worth the word, but it's it's a small town. There's not too much going on. It's not too crazy. It's nice to grow up there. It's peaceful, but um, there's not so much special stuff about it to tell really. I was wondering if there's any other big names out of there, but clearly it is you two. Tell me the that. Brother Grimms, <laughs> actually. No, no, no. The, the Brother Grimms. Do you know the oh, tales? Oh, yeah, the, the, the fairy tales. Yeah, I do know those guys. Yeah, they they, yeah. they have lived there for a long time. They did, were not born there, but they collected lots of their work there. And, and I think you know, also it was, wasn't it Napoleon's cousin or something? Brother. <laughs> cousin. Oh, his yeah. brother? I think <laughs> it was his castle. <laughs> so, you, so you're seeing we have to go back quite in time. <laughs> quite in time. That's cool. <laughs> Napoleon's <laughs> brothers and the, the, the brother and the Grimm's fairy tale guys. I remember when I had my ba- my first baby, someone gave me the, the book of Grimm's fairy tale and it was so terrifying that we never ever read it to her. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Some yeah, of them are, brutal. Yeah. Yeah, brutal. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's what we grow up with. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why you have such You're an edge to you. You know, you got a little Grimm's edge to you. I've always thought that listening mm-hmm. music. So, um, so uh, from from jazz, then where where did the electro come from? Where where did your sound come from? Like, do you remember peeling away from the quintet and writing your first song together that could potentially then grow into what what you're doing now? Um, like being, I mean, we always been like influenced or very interested in any sorts of music. And like, I mean, talking about that time back then, you know, we were like teenagers, like we went out clubbing almost every weekend. So we were, you know, we were into electronic music as much as into jazz or R&B or like folk music or whatever it is, or like reggae and all that. And Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, like when we finished high school, the jazz band wasn't anymore. So we just continued making music together and uh yeah i had some songs written and then we recorded them and then because you, um, you were putting them up on youtube and stuff weren't you in the early days do you remember getting yeah uh, f- feedback because obviously the comment section back to speaking of brutal generally no one who writes a comment on the internet is generally very nice but did you did you find that you were getting good feedback to the things that you were putting out there for sure yeah i mean the crazy thing was right Right away from the beginning, there was also a very international response to it. Yeah. You know, and friends were like traveling after high school and telling us from, like, wrote us from Australia or Asia or whatever. And like, hey, they listen to you guys music. And, um, that was yeah. crazy. And also on YouTube. And of course, you could kind of like see it by the numbers growing um, yeah. as well. But there's interest yeah. and attention. Actually, I re- also remember because like a lot of like our... Like, you know, it's a very common thing. I mean, at least in Germany, I don't know how it is somewhere else, but like after high school, a lot of people and also like people from our like friend circle, they went like backpacking in Australia. That yeah. was like Australia and New Zealand was a very like common, you know, yeah. uh, target. <laughs> <laughs> and um, like, I remember a lot of our friends or like friends, friends, 
coming back and they were like guys i was like i don't know in byron bay or wherever and i was just like backpacking and like and i was in that hostel and there was milky chance playing everywhere <laughs> yes. that was crazy man like oh man yeah that's that's nice, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're very similar to you guys. Like, we, we drink beer just like you guys, and we just have a slightly better better summer. You know, that's that's pretty much the only. Uh, thing. <laughs> but, uh, that sounds actually like better, better version. Yeah, <laughs> but I do remember. I do remember, like 2014 for us because I know. Look, Stolen Dance came out in 2013, but 2014 for us is when you released the radio edit. And you're right. I, I've been on radio for a long time, and we were playing that song like every hour. It was it was a it was a huge moment. Wow. Yeah, crazy. How did that? How did that Good. song change everything for you? There must be a, a moment where you just realized everything just went bang. Yeah, I think we didn't even realize that back then. Mm. Uh, I mean, there was a there were it felt like a lot of big bangs <laughs> at <laughs> okay. the same time. Yeah, happening everywhere. Like a gang bang, kinda. <laughs> Yeah, a big gangbang. <laughs> a global, it was a global gangbang. We were like, all right, let's do it. Let's go for it. <laughs> but we were like, um, I think realizing what happened to us was like years later, you know? Mm. There was a lot of like, a lot of like, I mean, actually like COVID, you know, brought us into that break and also like you know into that situation where you started thinking about what we've experienced like you know in the yeah. past years yeah like in our like yeah just like yeah, you know you, 20s. Wouldn't, you, you wouldn't have stopped i mean you're not you, we're just talking at the start of this chat about how many days you are out on the road <laughs> this would have just been a giant handbrake and you had no choice in yeah the, yeah yeah, much. I would think so. Yeah. Honestly, like if we are really honest to ourselves, probably not have taken that break. Which was also a realization of it, you know, probably an important one. So, how do you think that shaped yeah. the new album then, "Living in a Haze"? Because, I mean, I mean, even um, "Frequency of Love" I was listening to, and it's a very, very deep, beautiful song. I think. Like, do you think the the pandemic changed your creative outlook and your material? Sure. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. We had a lot of space and a lot of time, definitely. We were like in Berlin, you know, together. We, we have our studio there and we really had like the time to really go to the studio on a daily without having anything ahead. And I think that was very good. And we also just moved to cities, which, you know, I don't know if you did that, but felt really good and like very inspiring and also putting things in perspective just by actually simply having other visual input as well. You know what I mean? And in, in, in all that like process of like wanting to grow, which was great, I think. Do you think the yeah. album, like, did the album, like I'm just trying to work out t- a timeline here, you can obviously help me, but did the album, was the album <laughs> kind of looking like it was going to be something completely different before the pandemic or, or was this a pure pandemic project? No, it all happened in the last, like- yeah, last two years. Everything that you can hear on there, uh, we wrote in the last two years. Yeah. During and after. Yeah. So how did it, how did stuff. it feel? <laughs> how did it feel then taking <laughs> that, that 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 music that you wrote in isolation, kind of, and then 
you're out on the road already playing it. How does it feel playing that stuff? Did, was it easy to get back into the swing of things or did it did it take a moment? I mean, like, crazy, crazy thing. But, like, we, like, the first tour, we went back on the road end of 2021 already mm. in the U.S. So we're now, yeah, we've been touring for more than a year now. I mean, it maybe felt a little, like, different in the beginning like oh it is happening again and like but also like you could really feel the excitement of the people they just you know they just wanted to dance oh, yeah. their asses off and like enjoy live music you could really tell yeah. so I remember that, that feeling. They made it. They made it very easy. Also, I remember that feeling at Glastonbury last year when no one had to wear masks. There were like two hundred thousand people there. People were basically just walking up to strangers and licking their faces because they could. <laughs> They're like, "This is the best. <laughs> just get us out." <laughs> <of here." laughs> well, what, with all this touring, then I have to ask on behalf of all uh, all us Australians, when, when are we going to see you out here? Because I mean, the album comes out on June nine. I mean, we, we've already proven that we love you here. Um, we have great festivals over the summer as well. Pl- plenty of venues for sideshows so you don't have to give us a sure update but just give us some hope that you'll be coming out here soon Definitely. yeah it's, um, it's, it's right on the top of the agenda yeah well that's a lie. that's a lie you're us. lying to me now <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the last the last touring plans we were we wanted to come this year. It just didn't work out, but it will definitely be as soon as possible. But it, it is a priority like thing that we're talking about. We wish we're just trying to figure it out how we, how we and when we can make it work. You know, yeah. This time is so busy. You know? Yeah. It would be nice. Yeah, we are a long way we'll away. See. I understand that, but then that means when you come here, you just have to spend a bit of time here. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations on uh, on the new album. I'm loving the the songs I've heard from it so far. Living in a haze, June nine. Um, we like to let people go though, because the, the podcast is called Introducing. So we'd like each of you, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, to introduce us to someone who maybe you're listening to now that you'd love us to hear. I know it's a hard wow. question, but if you're listening to an artist, wow, that you that, like, that's very really nice. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. For the possibility. No, I'm just thinking about it. When you go first, by the way. I mean, because like uh, introducing is like, I feel like you want to introduce someone that people might not know yet. Yeah. So. Not like a classic. We've had like, we've had lots yeah. of answers though. Like I mean, King Princess. We spoke to King Princess, and she wanted everyone to know that she's loving Silverchair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so you know, <laughs> it, it, you can you can basically say anything. Well, even what, what was the last thing you were listening to? The last album you listened to? I mean, I have to say that my favorite album, the last one, was probably from Marcus Mumford. Oh yeah. Uh, I think it was just very special, very honest. Um, something I haven't really yet heard such um raw songwriting about yeah uh, so that was impressive and i also really liked it musically the producing was super sick so yeah i think that was something i was definitely into and it's actually yeah still in introducing not everybody knows this no uh, that's true like, sort of stuff. Uh, i mean last album i listened to a lot uh was it's also maybe like stuff that not everyone knows is toots and the maytals oh yeah uh that is like roots reggae from the 60s uh like really old stuff and the album is called funky kingston (laughs) and um it is really good 
you should check it out. I it's like really good vibes. Awesome. Yeah. Well, look, I really appreciate you um, staying up late on this uh, on this tour and speaking to us. It means a lot. And uh, as I said, the songs sure. I've already heard from the album, I'm loving. So I can't wait to hear the whole thing. Living in a haze, Thanks boys. So thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so out. much for having us. Thanks, appreciate it. See you in Australia soon. See ya. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. Have a good one. Bye.